Okay, we are live on a very special 75th episode edition of the Edlo Podcast, and I am here with a very special guest. Hello, Piper Edlo. Hi. You look so excited to be here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no response? Oh. No. Well, I'm excited you're here. You are my favorite first daughter, so that's perfect. And so tell me, Piper, you have just started your freshman year of high school. What's it like? Has it been different? Feels pretty much the same because it's the same school. Only right, right. areas. Did you have what did it feel different when you moved to the high school building at John Adams when you went from sixth grade to seventh grade? It did because you know, I actually had to walk from class to class then. Mm-hmm. Instead of being in one class, you had multiple classes yeah. a day. So so since since the high school building includes seventh and eighth grade didn't seem pretty different. Didn't seem different, huh? Nope. And all the same friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. So tell me, uh, Piper, you have a very interesting, eclectic group of friends. How did you get to know all of your friends? Well, most of my friends from school is because we've all been kind of going there since kindergarten. So Mm. like either we became friends in kindergarten or as the years went by, other they kind of like split up. It was me and Claire were the first friends and then kind of just branched out. And if you, you think if you're going to the school for so long together, you're going to probably either stay friends or despise each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, friends. well, you know, what's interesting is that I've noticed, especially with your, your younger sister now that seventh and eighth, and also my younger sisters, the seventh and eighth grade are pretty rough uh, pretty rough years for girls. Some of them can get real dramatic, but I didn't, I don't remember you ever having any particular problems with anybody. Because we didn't tell you anything really. It was like <laughs> one big dramatic thing that was stupid and we got over it. It was oh. really, you know, but we got oh. over it. Cause yeah. you know, seventh grade is just dramatic. Mm. Well, well, I'm glad you got over it. Cause Lily's become one of your best friends. Yep. So Yeah. So, so tell me now, Piper, one of the things that I've, I've noticed about you and your brother hates when I say this is that you are by far my most naturally gifted athlete. Oh yeah. Austin has in fact spoken about that. He said, <laughs> I hate that you're good at every sport you try, but you hate everything. Cause he couldn't skate, but I could, I just pick stuff up easily. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell this story. I, you know this one. I remember I was tasked with teaching you how to ride a bike. Mm. And yep. I remember walking out to the school where we were going to ride and putting the bike down. And I didn't have to do much. You just jumped on the bike and started riding. And then it was just a matter of learning how to turn. And that was well, it. I just, it's because you, you remember the scooter I would use a lot. I practiced my keeping balance on that scooter so much like if you could have both feet on there and not fall that balancing on the bike was pretty easy yeah but the thing that's so interesting about that is that most six and seven year olds i think you were six when we started teaching you maybe we were five but most 
kids that age don't don't make that like they don't connect that. So it's pretty smart that you connected oh, that when you were that little. Good at keeping balance. I just fell off my bike, my uh, scooter sometimes, and it wasn't fun. And I thought it it was cool when you could just go down without having your your feet on the ground because your legs get tired. <laughs> right, right. Oh, so it was a it was a lazy thing. Is that what you're no. saying? It was a lazy thing. You didn't want to put your no, foot like down my legs and get your hurt. Legs tired. Like the leg, like the leg that gets tired, it hurt when it was getting ah. tired because all my all the weight. So I just tried to do that instead. Mm. So your 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 brother is right. You do you do tend to hate most sports, but one sport that you didn't really hate and you actually really enjoyed was soccer. And what was it about soccer that you liked? I don't remember honestly because I was really young when we did the first soccer thing, but. I don't know. Maybe it was because, I guess, getting energy out or something. I don't know. Mm. Because I remember it was the kids love soccer thing that I did mm-hmm. first. And I was, I guess, so good, good at it for a young child. And I don't know. Just continued it. Yeah, I remember because I took you to the the kids love soccer training thing. And they had you running drills up and down the grass, and you were the fastest kid out there, boys and girls. And so everyone was like, ooh, we want her on the team. You I think know? there and was then... only one other girl there. So Right. Yeah, but you were out running Three everybody, including the boys. It wasn't a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what was your favorite position to play in soccer? I play a lot of positions, but I guess I liked goalie the most. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Why did you like goalie the most? Other than, you know, you didn't have to run all the time. <laughs> I don't know, I guess because I got to use my hands because, like, at first it was, you know, didn't really like not being able to use my hands, you know, when playing mm-hmm. soccer because you had me play basketball, which is all about using your hands. So I was used to that. And maybe because it's easier to tell where they're going to aim than, like, trying to figure out who they're going to pass to on the field. Mm, I see. So, um, so now you've, how many years of soccer has it been now? Eight or nine, right? Eight or nine years? Well, eight or nine seasons. No. Yeah. Eight or nine years. Yeah. Because there's multiple seasons in a year sometimes. Well, what did it mean to you to be on the same, essentially, I know some people moved in and out, but you were essentially on the same soccer team for eight or nine seasons. Yeah, the coach tried to make sure that he pulled everyone into that same team because I guess since we worked, like we were kind of the same team the entire time, like people joining and leaving sometimes, but I guess it helps you work together better most of the time because you like know each other more, you trust each other more with that stuff. Right. And like, you know, everyone's names easily, easily. Um, mm-hmm. And since everyone kind of plays similar stuff, you can kind of guess where they are and it's just easier to play with people, you know? Right. Right. That's, that's true. So tell me now, um, do you have any interest in playing any other sports now that you've kind of wrapped up with soccer? Mm, I don't know, really, because I've only ever actually played besides this uh, basketball and swimming, and those weren't really that fun. I mean, I guess it's the best. Opinion. (laughs) opinion. Um, I mean, I could try other sports, but I don't really know other sports that aren't pretty similar. To those ones, mm. you know, because all port- yeah. sports are kind of like similar in their own ways. Mm. Yeah. yeah, maybe you should try wrestling. No, 
That was actually one of the questions that came through. Uh, one listener asked, what is it like to have a dad who's so into wrestling? You talk about it constantly. You take <laughs> us to wrestling shows even when we don't want to go to them. Um, <laughs> when we were younger, I remember I remember one of the shows that you you know had because you were like one of the you on know, like the wrestling thing. I remember, and then you let Austin in the ring trying to mess with them. And we just kind of were just on there. Just like, I guess, being able to see help like the ring and stuff, I was able to do that because the last show you did, I was old enough to help. So like, to see how how hard it is to put together a ring. Yeah, you had to pay your dues. Kind of yeah. seeing behind the scenes because I had to help you a lot of that stuff since I was old. Right. was free pizza. Yeah. It was pizza there, though. That's yeah. true. You did we get, talk about it constantly did. and mess with us saying people we you obviously see we don't like are our favorite wrestler. Oh yeah, well you do love the Miz. I That's don't true. Love I hate so, him. So, so, so I gotta tell I, this, I gotta I tell this He's weird. I gotta tell this I gotta tell the story. So I took all the kids to a wrestling show and Piper for whatever reason just really, really, really didn't want to go. But as she said, I, I make them go. I make him go. And so she went and she was standing there or sitting there and she was sitting there bored the whole time until the Miz came out. And the thing about it was, was she, I remember just all of a sudden during the Miz's match. And I think it was a triple threat match. I think it was the Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor or something like that. And the Miz was the clear bad guy. And all I remember is looking over and Piper was standing on her seat, just screaming boo as loud as she could. Yeah, I did not like him. <laughs> well, that's what he wanted. That's what he was supposed to do. So he was doing his job. So that's why. I, so ever since then, I've joked with Piper about the Miz being her favorite wrestler. Because she you loves know, him. I don't I like wrestling in general. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You don't like anything I like. Uh, but, um, so now let's shift gears a little bit because this last summer you, um, had a couple of really cool experiences. You got to go to girls camp. Uh, this was your second year at girls camp, right? Or third? Well, this is, I'm a fourth level. Well, I was a fourth level. So, but the first year COVID, so I didn't get to do it. The second year. They had it at the stake center. So this was my second year actually going to the area where girls camp, but it was technically my fourth year at girls camp. Right. And so tell me, um, you know, tell me what your experience was like at girls camp. Um, it was fun. A little sad because I'm no longer a, what they call a little sister because it's the younger group. And then there's the big sisters. I did hurt my hand there. Little than mm. both my hands, you know, you know the story. I, uh, right. right. Did we tell you? Yeah. Jump. Yeah. Well, tell the, the tell the story. Yeah. yeah tell well, we were at the ropes course and I was climbing the confidence pole again, which is basically just a really tall, wobbly pole uh, with things and you climb all the way up and then you have to jump off and try to touch or grab the, this hanging, this, this hanging like llama stuffy that is like mag, magnet, magnet, magnet magnetic and um and i remember last time i got a bunch like big splinter in my hand and so one of the uh the lady that was helping there uh there were two adults that were there uh she let me borrow her gloves but they were like fingerless gloves so they like stopped here and as i jumped i grabbed onto the rope 
but because I was like falling, it like like got blisters all over rope burn. Mm, yeah. And so that was like the night before the date. There was like a little dance thing they had. So I was just in pain the entire time. Mm, yeah. Fun. Barely yeah. moved my hands without them feeling like they were on fire, but they're gone. <laughs> well tell me so so tell me about you know, was it a good spiritual experience for you? I mean, they're always spiritual, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty mm-hmm. good spiritual experience, yeah. What was your what was your favorite part of girls camp? maybe the end I guess mm. because like you know friends there was like the candle thing that like put the fourth levels into big sister you know mm-hmm. there's also we did get to witness something uh you know a flag like the flag burning like let the mm-hmm. you know the flag burning thing where when it's like finally out of use you know the whole thing we we were there we got to witness one of those because the flag wasn't in the best condition because it's out, you know, in the wilderness. <laughs> so, yeah we, yeah, we got to see one of those, which not a lot of people get to see, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I can see that you got a little emotional there. Was there something about that I that just, makes you feel emotional? Anything that brings any type of emotion, I my tear ducts are just like, okay, this is sad. <laughs> well, well, no, I just, I think it's good to feel emotional. Even just talking about being emotional, my my eyes water. It's not no, because it's okay. I'm bad. It's just my body doesn't respond well to crying. You yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. What was sad about it, though? And I was a fourth level going into big sisterhood, and I only got two years. Mm. So. You wish you wish you would have had more years to do that. Yeah. What? Well, well, so so as someone, I mean, I've I've only been to girls' camp one time. But, but <laughs> <laughs> right. But tell me, tell me, what's the difference between being a big sister and being a, a little sister? Well, the big sisters are kind of like, well, first you don't really understand why it's emotional. I guess because it's so spiritual. That's why it's like thing. But the big sisters, mm-hmm. it's like they have different roles. They're kind of like helping the older people. They they kind of sign up for what roles they can be over um the little sisters so like i could technically Mm. sign up to be over alexi next next year if i wanted to Mm. just to mess Mm -hmm. with her but it's like we can (laughs) sign up for any of those four levels which also means we have to go on the hikes you know but that's Mm -hmm. a you know that's a sad consequence i can i i know know you love the hikes you made it very clear (laughs) yeah and uh, (laughs) we can like sign up for programs and stuff it's just basically being the big sister of the little sisters, you know, just so you're more, you're more. So next year, more we just light the candles of the fourth levels, and I'm probably gonna end up based on like who's there. And usually, you have your older sibling do it if you're there, but if not, you go like a close friend. And since mm-hmm. like a lot of my close friends are in there, I was like, mm-hmm. a lot of them have siblings, but Sydney doesn't. So I was like, I, I might, mm-hmm. I probably will do Sydney's, and like. Cool one of my friends and so it's yeah just a sad spirit, spiritual thing for some yeah so it sounds like a big sister is more of like a leadership role almost like a camp counselor yeah okay all right well that's fun that's interesting it's just part of life growing up you know so yeah. that's good 
And I hear there's a, a pretty good testimony meeting that happens towards the end of girls camp, right? Oh, yeah. So basically you split up into your wards because it's mm -hmm. like a stake thing. So it's like your mm -hmm. own wards. Mm -hmm. And then basically you just bear your testimony with what everyone in your ward and you just like say your spiritual feelings there. And then sometimes they, um, they ask you because there's a testimony meeting the next Sunday like the next day after we return. Um, and basically they, they usually ask some of the, um, like the girls from girls camp to ask, or they just have one big testimony meeting for any of the girls to go up. And then they just can bear their testimony there as well. Just basically saying how they were feeling and why, you know, just their spirit, the spiritual feeling they felt there. And for people who might be listening to this, who aren't members of the church. So a ward would be like a congregation and a stake would be a group of con of congregations. And so when you, did you, did you say something at the testimony meeting? Yeah, most people did. Some people like couldn't because they were like so emotional or they just mm. didn't know what to say, but most people did have like some form of words they wanted to say. And I also mm -hmm. did bear my testimony there. Um, yeah, Lexi did too, which I honestly thought she would have skipped it, but she did as well. Yeah. Well, well, you know, you, you talk about Lexi a little bit, and I know you kind of razz her sometimes, but why don't you could talk about what, what does it mean to you to be a big sister to Lexi? Well, now I'm a double big sister here because I'm her older sister, and I'm also <laughs> a big sister, which means I yeah. can technically be over her group, and she has to hang out with me constantly throughout the week. <laughs> um, but it's honestly, it's probably not that much different because I'm like, because most of the time they're not even with the big sisters, except mm -hmm. for like certain points in the day. Mm -hmm. um, and so I guess it's just weird having her at girls camp now because she was at first level. Um, yeah. So like for the next three years of big sisterhood, my final year, I think will be her final year, like my final or second to final will be the year she becomes a big sister. So it'll be mm. weird that I'll be able to be the be there when she is, you know? Yeah. And that's what I think. It's like just a weird thought. How weird is it gonna be when Lexi starts going to church dances with you? Honestly, we probably won't hang out together. She also said she doesn't really want to go to them. Mm. So I might not even have her there. Well, she she says that now, but when her when her friends like with start girls can't she said she didn't want to go, but then like she she talked about how she like is glad she went. Because she made a lot of friends there. She just thought she wouldn't have right. any friends there. So, Well, and Piper, also you, I mean, you may not remember this, but I remember you telling me you didn't want to go to dances and then all your friends started going and then you started going and now you go to, you go to most. Well, I didn't of really want to go to dances because I'm one of the older friends in my group. So I was mm. turning 14 a year before my other friends in the stake. So basically mm. I had a whole year of dances where none of my school friends were going and a lot, like half, Half of that year, none of the church one, like none of the, my friends from church were going either. Mm -hmm. So I was kind yeah. of just like there by myself. And so mm. they were that fun until they started. Right. Well, that's one thing that actually came up because one thing that I really love about you, Piper, is that you make a point to invite your friends who are not members of the church to come to activities like church dances and firesides and young women's and and uh, what what is it that uh, 
you know, what is it that makes you want to do that? Why do you like sharing gospel things like that with your friends? Well, honestly, I think it's because like, well, I already hang out with my church friends every week, you know, and I know I hang out with my school friends like all week, but like we don't share a lot of classes in our school. They don't have a lot of dances and they're not always mm. that fun. So I'm just kind of like inviting them because we, they, she, my friend, like Lily, especially, she kind of like talks about how she wishes there were more dances. And so I kind of just said, maybe they, maybe she might want to go to these dances because they're fun. They're better than the school ones. It's like, it's longer. It's just more fun. And so I was just like, you know, more dances. Yeah. Well, but I've also noticed that some of your friends also like, you know, occasionally have wanted to come with you to church or young women's and stuff like that. What is it about the gospel that you like sharing with your friends? Um. I guess, I don't know, like, usually it's Lily because, like, we had a sleepover and stuff, and so she's fine with going kind of thing, but, Mm -hmm. like, I guess it's fine because she kind of sees things from my point of view, like, she understands, like, we don't drink coffee or tea and stuff, and, like, she doesn't really make a point to point it out and stuff, and she's, like, she's seeing things from our point, and, like, Mm -hmm. times I'll just kind of explain certain things if something happens, like, this and that you know and she, she get she understands you know it's kind of seeing things from our point of view really yeah one of the questions that came through from a listener was what is it about the gospel that's your favorite knowing that we're not alone i guess because i yeah. there's like times where we're really sad and it's just mm. sometimes i've had that feeling where i realize i'm loved you know yeah well, you are loved. Yeah. You know, you're loved by your family and you're loved by God. You got lots of friends that love you too, you know, and you and all your leaders love you. I hear about it all the time. I got to hear about how great Piper is and how great Austin is and how mm-hmm. great Lexi is. And I'm like, I'm glad they're great for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, another, another quick uh, thing. So, you know, you went to FSY, which I think that does that that stands for for, for strength of youth, right? And yeah. so it's a it's a one week kind of church camp, it's like girls camp, but a bunch of people and not well, and boys and yeah, boys go too, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, talk about your experience at FSY. What was that like? Well, at first, I didn't know how it was going to go because my roommates weren't anyone I knew and no one I only knew like two people in my um in like my company which is basically the group of people you're with almost the entire day um and they're they're, they weren't people I was like too close with but I go to girls camp with them so you know I talk to them I'm friends with them just you know not as close with as other people. So I honestly didn't know how it was going to go, especially since Austin talked about how boring it was. And I guess during the free time, it's not the best because there's not much you can do. Um, But it was honestly more fun than I thought it was going to be because like there was a, there was like two dances in the week and you made a lot of friends. You could kind of, it was, there was a lot of good food there. And, and it was like <laughs> kind of like there was just a lot of stuff that made it fun really mm. so one of the questions that came through was what was your favorite part of SS- fsy 
I guess the friends I made because I still keep in touch with some of them. Like some of them, I was able, like the clo- the people I was closer with. I have mm. their numbers and I text and just kind of my friends. And I guess that was fun. And honestly, the devotionals weren't that bad either. I thought they were going to be really boring, but they were actually pretty interesting. So, mm. yeah. um, would you enco- encourage other young people to go to FSY? I definitely think it is a good option to go at least once. Because there's a lot of people kind of like around the world that go to these. Like there was a lot of people from across America. I think there were like two people that weren't even from America that went to this one. Um, and it was just like it's a lot of a lot of different people you meet. And a lot I did meet someone that's from Ro- like from Roseville. Um, mm. And it's like you meet people that are close and far. It's just a lot of different people. And you'll make great friendships and you know, the devotionals are things you could definitely learn a lot of things from. I think it's a good idea to go at least once, you know, but I'm definitely going to go again. Yeah. Are you, so I hear, and I don't, I don't really know. I've had to look into it. There used to be, when I was younger, it used to be EFY. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they still have EFY. Would you still want to go to the same FSY or would you want to try a different one? I'd probably want to go to the same FSY. Cause I mean, it's, it's different places. This one, it was close enough where we could drive there, but there are some times where you have to like fly there. And I think it's cool that you get to go see different places as well. It's just kind of just, you know, it's fun. And that, and that way I'd be able to see some of my friends again, make new ones, you know, probably just yeah. go this way. Going back to your sister, Lexi, I wanted to ask you, um, what do you think your role is as a big sister to Lexi? To mess with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you're good at that. You've well, mastered that. Mess with their younger siblings all the time, you know. But I guess it's like you mess, like you, your family. You're gonna mess with each other. Mm. But it's also like I warn her of things at school that I that I like went through, or that like like the teachers. I kind of like warn her because I guess being the older one, you can warn them of the things that are hap- that are gonna happen and stuff. Like some teachers, she doesn't. She has that I didn't have, because like they move teachers around. But there are teachers that I've had that I can like kind of tell her, just make sure you do this mm. and do that, because she's middle school now. Mm. So one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, well, before I go switch gears, I want to follow up on what you just said. So, but uh, what are some of the things that you think? Uh, uh, the big uh, that a big sister should do to kind of protect their little sisters just I guess make sure make sure they understand things that you learn like it's good to teach them the things you had to learn the hard way or so, and stuff you know mm-hmm. so then they don't have to go through everything I guess because mm-hmm. I she went through drama but that was sixth grade and so hopefully that means she won't go through seventh grade but I did warn her to try to like good you know like to try not to cause much drama in seventh grade because it can't happen even whether you like it or not it's just mm. i don't know really yeah well well i uh, i appreciate you helping her out with some of these things because you you do have that role you do have the role of being a couple years older and a couple years wiser so you can help her out with those things mm-hmm. and i know you love your sister and she loves you and so even though you give me the face, you're like, oh, I guess I love her. But, you know, 
But you know, the thing that's going to be great uh, as a dad, the thing that's going to be great is I know that when you guys get older, that you guys are going to be really close. I always well, thought based on your stories, you and Uncle Zach were close for a while. Well, Uncle Zach and I were not really close when we were kids. Um, Uncle Zach and I, we were just, we were a little bit, we were a little bit, uh, we were a little bit um, more spread out than you guys as far as our time, like, you know, he's five years younger. So we were never really in the same time frame. Uh, you know, like we were never in the same, like, it's not like we were ever really in school together. And I didn't go to a K through 12. So he was never in the same school as me, really. So we didn't have the same friends and know each other. We were never in young men's together. Um, so, you know, we just never really got close. And then same with me and like, and, and Aunt Tori, because she was 10 years younger. It wasn't until we all became adults that we kind of became closer and yeah. hang out and invite each other places. And, and stuff. you and, and so, Sammy aren't ever that close. You just mess with her. Well, yeah, it's hard when you're 20, you know, she's, she's a, she's more closer to your age than she is mine, Yeah, you know? Like and six so, was born, right? or like yeah, no, um, she was, she's 20 now. So she was uh, three or four. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, so let's shift, shift gears a little bit. Um, I want to talk to you. You are quite the artist. Um, you've gotten into a lot of different art. And one of the questions that came through was what kind of art medium do you prefer? Well, I usually do like, I, I, I do a lot, honestly. I don't really like prefer one. It's just using pencils is the easiest one to do during school. But I kind of, I do like pencils, color pencils, markers, digital and painting. It's just, I kind of, I'm like pretty broad. It's just using pencils is the easiest one to do during school and just like a quick sketch. Yeah. Do you, um, uh, so I, I've noticed your paintings and they're very, very good. Obviously you got them hung up everywhere. Do you hope to do something with that as you get older in life or is it just a hobby and having fun? I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like a side thing, but I know it's very hard to make it as an artist. <laughs> and um, like, I know I'm, I probably wouldn't like be able to, but like probably as like a side thing. I don't know about paintings because paintings are very difficult, but like maybe mm -hmm. just simple drawings, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going back to the, to the siblings thing did we ever did i ever tell you about the story where me and uncle zach messed with tori's uh baby doll i don't think so she had this baby doll that she used to love this is when we were living in rustic road and uh which is right down the street from where grandma and grandpa live now and we were um she had this baby doll and she was just so annoying with it for some reason. And Zach was particularly annoyed with her. And so she left with grandma somewhere and we were home alone. And so we took that baby doll and we, we wrapped a noose around its neck and hung it from the top of the stairs from the chandelier. Wasn't it? <laughs> she, like she can't. 
she came home and she freaked out. Oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, another funny. Often got the idea to do that to Lexi's American Girl doll. He did that. He <laughs> hung her from the basketball like hoop with with a rope around its neck, and yeah. Lexi freaked out. The other one that was really funny was, uh, uh, one time Grandma left me and Zach home alone. And I convinced Zach to put ketchup all over his, he took off his shirt and put ketchup all over his chest and then put a knife and stuck it in his armpit and laid on the ground like this. She came home. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we did a lot of weird stuff. We were having fun. Anyway, so it wasn't all, we had some fun even when we were younger. Anyway, um, so uh, now back to your art. So, one of the things that I think is interesting about your art is that you are uh, you 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 became a drummer and you actually became a drummer of a girl rock band. You played for a little while. Yeah. What made you want to try the drums? I don't know. It just seemed fun, e- easier than the guitar. I tried guitar. It's pretty difficult. Um, mm. You know, I don't know. I've seen like shows and stuff where like a character plays drums and it's just it looks pretty cool so i just tried yeah. it so with uh with the drums one of the questions that came through well tell us more about it before we do that what was the name of your rock band uh it was transparency yeah and you guys played some shows and actually won an award yeah would you mm-hmm. win uh, i think it was best all around it was like from the younger and older group. Yeah, mm. it's funny because it's good, I guess, that I'm that I was a drummer because I am significantly taller than both of them. Um, they're <laughs> twins, so they're pretty close in height, and I'm like mm. barely in the age. I'm like I should be in like the high school section, but because they're both younger, um, we were in the younger section, uh, and so because I'm like sitting down, I'm like only a little taller than them because i'm also in the back uh but when mm-hmm. we're standing next to each other i'm like over a head taller than them mm. so i guess being in the back sitting down is definitely a good thing <laughs> it's, it's like we have a picture up there from when we got like the first level plaques from the song thing you know the songwriting and you can just see that i'm way taller than them yeah well did you have a good time while you were in the band yeah if they um, if like they're taking a break because softball in school um mm-hmm. but when meaning, they, meaning the to the two other girls in your band you mean yeah and so like when if they decide to join back then i'm gonna join back if, when they come back so yeah. if the if the girls come back um the other girls come back from softball you would be willing to come back and join the band again yeah, well, it's not like I'm. I left the band. It's kind of like that since they're taking a break. It was that was kind of like a big part of like why drumming was so fun because like the lessons aren't the best. I don't know. They weren't not the best. It was just it would get boring eventually, you know. And mm-hmm. that's why I am also still on list in case anyone needs a drummer. But um, <laughs> I'm like stopping like a, a break for now because it's not as fun. Unless, like, you're in a band or something, like learning drums for that reason. Right, right. 
So what, uh, one of the questions that came through was what, um, what kind of music do you most enjoy playing? Honestly, I like a lot, but I think, I don't know if it's like put into the pop section, but like more of the upbeat songs, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different types, whether they're older or newer songs, just kind of like those more upbeat like I'm just better at playing things when they're a little faster because I can keep the like the tempo of the beat a little easier mm-hmm. than if it's slow. Because when it's slow, I've we we've noticed that we start speeding up for slow songs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So like all together, like all three of us were are just upbeat song people. Like especially me, mm-hmm. it's the drums. It's just easier. What were some of the you play you you wrote a song but you also played some cover songs. What were some of the cover yeah, songs? Yeah, um, it was played? "Stand by Me" and "A Thousand Years" were two of them. I think we we were. I don't know if we finished another song, but I do know we were working on um, "God Only Knows" for King Country and like one other song of theirs. And we had like a list mm. of things we were going to work on. Mm. So drumming is not necessarily off the table. You're just taking a break because your bandmates yeah. are playing songs. Did you think it was off the table? No, no, I didn't think that it was a. I didn't think it was off the table. I just thought that you know when we we went for a little while and we, you and I went to go uh, buy a, a drum kit and you didn't necessarily want it and I just assumed that maybe you weren't as interested in drums anymore as not I thought. Interested. It's just like, I didn't know if I'd end up practicing and stuff. And so, cause they're expensive. I wanted right. like, if I get more deep into it and I know it's a definite, like this is going to be a very long thing and I'm actually genuinely going to practice, you know, and everything. Because right, like, right. if it's just a week thing and it's just like a practice once a week, it's I didn't see the point of getting one mm-hmm. versus like if we did a lot more stuff and like I need genuinely needed one to like mm-hmm. practice a lot and stuff because they are expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the band, so the brand Transparency, your guys' favorite local girl band, they're on a little bit of a break, but the reunion tour may happen. We'll just have to <laughs> wait and see. You know, uh, you know, we'll see what's going on. But you've heard it here first. The drummer Piper Edlow is open to the reunion if if uh, the rest of her bandmates want to do it. Uh, you know, a, some you know uh, a few new songs, but mostly the hits. You know, that's what we'll we'll hear. So how about that? Uh, what is your favorite kind of music? I honestly like pretty broad amount. Like if I go through like my playlist, like the Spotify playlist, it's a very big variety of different. Like Metallica, songs. right? No. Metallica's in there, and no. Metallica and Guns and Roses, mm-hmm. and no? no, oh, nothing your dad likes. Okay, oh. all right. You overplay them a lot. I don't overplay them. Yeah, I think knowing like the full lyrics and like the uh the like how it's sung of one song means it's overplayed really yeah really yeah who's your who's your favorite recording artist right now lovejoy's pretty good lovejoy you don't, you I don't, don't know, know the band but they have a couple good how, songs. how do you how do you know i don't know the band i'm hip <laughs> i've mentioned them around you before and you didn't know who they were well I feel as though I've given you a pretty good eclectic lesson in history of some of the most awesome 
awesome types of music. 80s and 90s music is where it's at. Anyway, moving along. So play those like dances too, right? Well, of course they do because it's the best. I still hear a lot of 80s and 90s songs without you. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm the one who introduced you during breakfast and all those things and car karaoke, which I know you love. It's one of your favorites. Um, so, so, uh, now another part of art that you really enjoy is you are, out of all of this, your siblings, you are the most avid reader, which I really appreciate. So what kind of books are you into? Fantasy, really? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. anything involving magic or, or like kind of just some, like a magical feel to it. And I've, I, mm-hmm. someone's asked me once, like why? And I mm-hmm. think it's just because there's no limit to what can happen as long as they they install their own rules you know as long mm-hmm. as they have their own rules in there and that makes sense and stuff anything can really be possible so you never know what's going to happen because it's their mm-hmm. own story they choose especially when it's like a completely new world you, you don't you can't expect everything you can't suspect what's going to happen yeah, that's that's a good point. So one one person asked, which fantasy book, character, or series is your favorite? Well, there's like a couple series, like Harry Potter, Hebrew Lossities. Um, there's there's quite a few. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to pick a favorite. Because I have sta- favorite standalone book and then a few like favorite like series and stuff. It's, it's there's a lot of them. Yeah. One one person asked, it's a little bit of a different question. Which fantasy book, character, or series has helped you deal with the infuriating unfairness of life the most? Mm. And why? Uh, I, I don't know, really. Um, I mean, I guess if I had to pick one that does have, like, lessons, mm-hmm. uh, like, that I can pick out, I guess one is All This Time, which I did hear mm-hmm. they might be turning into a movie, which I'm very excited about, if they do. Um, but it's kind of, like, showing that even, like, when big problems happen and you like blame yourself constantly that they will get better you know mm-hmm. uh it will get it will get better and even if you like think it's gone you can always just find something good and just because you have it doesn't mean you can't lose it and so you gotta mm-hmm. make sure you enjoy it while you have it those are good lessons to learn mm-hmm. and i i think that that's true you know we we've we've all gone through some hard times you know we all I know you guys have all had to go through a lot and uh, but you know, things do get better. Sun always rises. And the good news is, is so far you've survived a hundred percent of the bad days. So mm-hmm. you'll continue to do that. And I think you're a pretty amazing human Piper Edlow. So now another thing talking about books, let's go on to my favorite movies. Uh, oh, before we go into movies, though, let me ask you. Um, so, do you pick your books by like 
do you, like do you have like favorite authors or just favorite book series? Like if you know somebody's an author, like you talked about Rebecca Ross as being one of your favorites. Like if she writes a book, are you excited even if it's not in the series that you like? I'm maybe if I knew she wrote another one because I've read all like she has that I know of three books. Two of them mm-hmm. are in a series, and one is like a separate book. So I know that I probably, if I knew, I might read it. But a lot of the books that I end up liking, I've gotten for my birthday or Christmas. A lot of mm-hmm. them are from Zach, actually, because he doesn't know what else to get me. So he just gets me <laughs> fantasy books. Uh, like, for example, Percy Jackson. I didn't think I was going to get into that. Like, I watched the movie, and Austin was pretty big in, in that area. For a little bit mm-hmm. and he talked about how bad the movie was but since i never read the books i was like it's fine i don't know what it is a lot of people might not like me for that but i thought it was a fine movie um mm-hmm. but then zach it, like he acts he gave me the lost hero because one of the characters has my name in it that was the entire reason he gave it to me <laughs> uh, one of the characters has my name which is actually where one of my friends got her nickname for me so that's fun um mm. Yeah. Which but, is what? What's the nickname? Uh, no, I'm not telling you this because. Tell me the nickname. This is. Abella oh, I'm learning is, all... is the, has the nickname. So you can ask I'll her. Go, I'll ask Abella what your nickname is. Yeah. Um, but like, and they gave it to me, and I was reading it, and I didn't even realize that it was a Percy Jackson book after they said Annabeth's name until they said Percy Jackson. But I was already too into the book to stop reading. So, like, I've, like, it's just the giving me. Like just being given books that are fantasy related, most of the time I enjoy them. Some of mm. them are have really annoying endings where I won't continue reading them. Like mm. uh, the Darkest Minds. After reading the fourth book, I was like, okay, I like where this ends. I'm not reading any further because there's a lot of stuff. But mm. a lot of the times, I do enjoy the books I get, and that's where I kind of get good books. Did you accidentally slip and tell me the nickname? Was it Annabeth? No, Annabeth is one of the characters in the book. You, well, you said the nickname comes from the book. I assume it was a character. Yeah. It, but like not a, that character. A nickname for the character Piper. Okay. I will I will follow up with Abella. Okay. Now, uh, back to the – so now to movies. So you are quite the Studio Ghibli fan. And uh, uh, why do you like Studio Ghibli movies? I don't know. It's – like they're good movies, they have good stories, and the art style is—it's a very like I don't know when in art we watched um, Ponyo, I think was the one she chose like mm-hmm. during finals time because we didn't really have many things to do because we were almost done. We've been working on it for a week because it's art, um, and I just like thought how calming the art style is. Like mm. it's not busy. The backgrounds—they always like it's not too detailed and so you can focus more on the actual characters and it's just a calming art style and i really i really like it i was I'm what, what, that I what do you mean in that art I, style. well here's the thing that's interesting is because i i i know a lot of people who like studio ghibli in fact a lot of questions came through when i mentioned that you'd be talking about studio ghibli that's where a lot of questions came from but I've never understood why people like them. So what do you mean that, that it's calming? Do you When you watch other movies, like do you feel uh, anxious or movies, anything? Even animated movies, it's just the backgrounds are busy a lot. You know, they're trying to fill mm-hmm. it. And like the colors are bright and stuff. But they always like, I guess they understand color theory. I don't because not a lot of artists 
do, I think. It's it's very confusing. But they always, like, pick colors that, like, will go together. Well, they're not too busy. Like, you know, I use busy a lot, but it's, like, it's not full of a bunch of colors. They use, like, lighter, like, toned down colors that match well. And, like, since the story, the like, the music is not too busy. Like, the ones I've watched, a lot of the times, they're not too full of action like others might be and Mm. so it's just calming because it's not as like in your face try to focus on everything at once it's more focus like you can focus on the actual story rather Mm. than like oh this is taking my eye off of it there's a lot of things going on you know sure did uh so what one of the questions, the, mainly the, the questions surrounding Studio Ghibli were all basically the same, which is what is your favorite Studio Ghibli movie? Well, there's like two. I mean, uh, Secret World of Arietti was a good one. Uh, I started watching it like one of my friends on the like on the way to a field trip. They had the little car, you know, the the video things in their car. Mm-hmm. And we started watching that, but we never got to finish it. And it really annoyed me for years on end. But you guys know because I kept asking if we could get the movie until finally it was like, I think it's on Hulu. So I finally got to finish it. But I know another mm. one, like for a while since I was young, was Ponyo. Because we used mm. to have like Wii Netflix thing. I don't remember why, mm-hmm. but we did. And I remembered like a specific scene from that. And so it was like, it was always in my mind. And when I watched it, it's just, it's just a really good movie in general. Mm. I see. Okay, so so Ponyo, and what was the other one again? Secret World of Arietti. Ah, okay. And what is it about those stories that you like? Well, Ponyo is kind of like magical. There's a lot of things, but it's like at the same time, it's a simple story. You can follow it really easily. You kind of get it. Some things don't make too much sense, but uh, you can still follow the story pretty easily. And it's honestly not that big, like, oh, they're trying to do this or that. It's just kind of, like, um, just a simple, like, I don't know how to put it, but it's not, like, a big ending. It's just really simple. Uh, Secret World of Arietti, it's, it's, it's definitely magical as well, but it's looking at the world from a different perspective because it's, like, about, like, small people basically borrowers we have the books we do i've mm-hmm. read like the first and second one of them and it's just kind of like looking at the world from different eyes mm. interesting mm-hmm. so another question that came through was other than studio ghibli what would you say is your favorite movie i really have a hard time with this because there's a lot mm-hmm. of movies i like but there is one movie that I've liked for a very long time that you definitely know I like. It's Jumanji. That's a, it's a really good movie. Jumanji yeah. and Hook are two good movies. Probably because of Robin Williams. I really like Robin Williams. He's, he's, yeah. he's a good actor. And he looks like Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, he does look like him. Well, Grandpa looks like him. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but you, you watched You recently watched Patch Adams, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I knew kind of like the storyline because it comes up randomly on on like different things, but mm-hmm. watching it all together, it does honestly. It he he portrayed it so well. It just felt like he was he was like the character. He portrays 
the like the characters really well. He's also known as the improv king, so a lot of it is definitely more natural things that he put in himself. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Well, especially as the genie in the lab, he made yeah. that movie. Yeah, that was like the first and pro- maybe the last time I actually learned the fact that um, the animators animated around his improvisations. Like they already mm-hmm. animated it, and he's supposed to put it in, but sometimes he would improv, and then they would animate around it to fit it in, like mm. some of his. Um, like some of his impressions um, mm. when when he changed into the, like he kind of changed to look like the the impression he was giving, he would just make mm. them and then they would animate around it to fit his improvisations. And there was this That's one awesome. other movie that I haven't watched, but I've seen stuff from it is uh, Good Morning Vietnam, I think. I learned, oh, yeah. That's I watched a, this one a... long thing about like Robin Williams' acting career, kind of, and it showed that every take he would do that. He would improv a whole new, like, radio thing. And that's mm-hmm. why they were laughing so much in the background. Those were, like, genuine laughs. Because mm-hmm. each time it was a different thing. It wasn't getting boring. He would. Yeah. Imp- they just gave him all the rights to write whatever. And he didn't even write it down. It's He was definitely a good actor. Yeah. He was a really funny comedian. There was a, when I was your age, he used to do this thing with Billy Crystal and Whoopi Goldberg called um uh what was it called uh it was for the homeless comic relief and they would do it on hbo and he those three would run it and then all the comedians would come on and do like a set and they would try to raise money for the homeless Mm -hmm. and he did some really funny improvisations in there probably not kid friendly but It was, but it was really funny what he did. See something on that? I don't know if I got the exactly right, but I'm pretty sure he was like at least on one episode of Whose Line Is It Anyways, which it was really funny because I saw it and I was like, "Oh, Dad loves this show," and (laughs) and there and it showed another one with Friends, which I was like, "Oh, Mom loved it." And there's like there's an episode where they're in there and that was not written in. He, they, him, and like his other coworker, they were just like walking by the open set, and they just kind of invited him on, and so they improv in the scene, and so the actors didn't know how to continue the scene. It was really funny. Yeah, I didn't watch uh, a lot of Friends, but you could definitely see he enjoyed messing with them in that. Oh yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's too bad that that we lost him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, listen, I have some other questions here from people that I thought, uh, you know, some kind of random stuff. So let's see if we got them. Here's one. First one. What is your favorite color? Purple. It's always been purple. It always will be. Yeah. yeah. You're purple. You, you remember okay. like when I was young and you'd ask me, right? Yeah. It was. It's always for some reason. I don't know what it is. Like other colors have gotten close, but purple has always been like on top. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing my mind is set on. I mean, like, green's gotten <sighs> close because purple and green kind of match well. But purple's definitely the top. Well, there's one thing, if there's one thing everyone needs to know about Piper, it's once she gets her mind set on something, you're not going to change it. So, <laughs> uh, what is the last thing you ate? Um, I had to, like, you know the weird, like, toast ego things? Like they yeah. look like yeah. four little toasts connected. Yeah. We have like mm-hmm. those cinnamon like egos, and I have that with jam and some chocolate syrup because chocolate syrup is mm. good on those. Mm, we nice. were out in Nutella, so 
<laughs> I'll put it on the list. What is the worst? What's the worst food you've ever eaten? Cauliflower. Uh, I don't like cauliflower. Well, it was also like by itself. It's like the only vegetable I've tried that I don't like so far. Because um, I know there's probably others that it'll be. But cauliflower is like the one that's always been in my mind of this was really gross. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well. You know how I feel about vegetables. So uh, school lunch, school lunch did have a really bad lasagna. It it did <laughs> tasted like barf in tomato soup. So that that definitely goes over. Now <laughs> I think about it. Yeah, everyone, no one liked it. My friend said uh, it yeah. tastes like dog food, and I was like, no, it tastes like this. And she's like, yeah, I just didn't know how to describe it. <laughs> it's funny. Well, uh, he had a couple just statements. Let's see. One, uh, you a homie. I don't know what that is. That's probably Austin's friend or random boys being weird. Probably. Um, someone said you have good style. So that's, that's a interesting one. Um, uh, you're cute. Marry me. (laughs) People are weird like that. Yeah. Is it? They also you, probably think there, I'm older because I've some people think I'm older than I am. So, Is there something you're not telling me? Is there somebody I don't know about? No. No. Mm. No. I won't name them on air, but I have a suspect. Anyway. <laughs> no. So, I've well, told you this before I know. Never. Well, okay. Here's, here is an interesting question that came through anonymously. Who's your crush? I don't have one. You don't have a crush. Mm-hmm. You've all heard it here first. How these broken hearts out there. <laughs> Piper doesn't have yeah. a crush. Even if I did I have one, there's probably people at school that like bought <laughs> these for Austin and stuff. So like <laughs> if I did have one, why would I name it on air? I don't have one. But if I did, why? That's I'm just stupid. asking... I'm just asking the questions. I know. That's I also all. feel like maybe you were one of the anonymous ones. I did no, no, no. That was not from me. I no. I've asked you many, many times this question, and I've never been able to crack the code. But um, uh, let's see. Um, what are three things that make you smile? I don't know. I guess I'm just like easily entertained. I don't know. Like <laughs> even when I don't like something. Like, even if I don't think it's funny, it's the person's reaction will make me, like, smile and laugh. And then they will think I'm laughing at their, like, bad joke when it's really the way <laughs> they think it's funny. Like, there's people at school that make some really bad jokes. But the fact that they laugh so much at it and, like, the other people laugh, like, a lot. They laugh really loudly a lot. It's, like, so stupid. It makes me, like, laugh and smile. And then they're like, oh, she thinks this is funny. And it's just that, but um, I'm feeling guess, attacked. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the reactions of people with their own stupid jokes. <clears throat> Someone here knows. Said, hey, um, hey, my jokes are amazing. So, um, you, my I, friends, my I guess my friends, because they do they, they do some. If they're listening, oh well, they know this. Um, they do really stupid things that are funny. <laughs> Like, especially at lunch, like, mm. there's, like, an area we sit at lunch, and a lot of really weird things happen, like, throwing mm. rocks at each other. That's a thing they do. 
Uh, not mm-hmm. like actually genuinely, but they'll throw a bark at people like each other genuinely. But like, mm. don't mess around. It's like it's it's stupid. Um, and then I guess a third one. Um, it's just like I don't know. Dark jokes are funny. I don't know why, but dark jokes. Are funny. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know yeah. You got a dark mm-hmm. sense of humor. That's true. I've I've seen it. Yeah. So okay, so a couple more um, questions. Um, someone keeps asking what in every one of these Q and A's. What's your opinion on birds? What's your opinion on birds? Birds are cool. I like birds. <laughs> Ducks and geese, cool. They're really cool. Uh, yeah. Good. Friends sent me a really weird picture of a duck. Uh, is and it was kind of funny because it was just like a drawing, but it was like a duck dinosaur stepping on like buildings, and it was mm. really funny for some reason. Uh, yeah, it's just I just like ducks and stuff. They're they're cool. They're chill, mm. and and like baby chickens. Nice. Here's a here's an interesting uh, question from a listener. On a lot of the dad joke videos, you're playing video games. Which one is your favorite to play? Mm. I honestly don't have like a favorite, but I do like play Minecraft and Human Fall Flat a lot. Human Fall Flat. Human Fall Flat. Like, it's funny, stupid things. You remember the one with like the weird like creature things? They're like climbing the wall and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was like, yeah, that's the human fall flat. Oh, it's okay. it's funny because like climbing the wall is really hard, but the characters look really like funny and stupid when you do. So mm. yeah. Here's a here's a question: Do you actually think your dad is funny? <laughs> no, it's your reaction. See right there, you think your jokes are hilarious, <laughs> and your laugh is stupid. So here's another question that came through. What's your favorite dad joke? I have my own dad jokes. Not your jokes, but I know a lot of puns that are really funny. I don't have a favorite, but I do, like, mess with my friends by making, like, puns and jokes, and they hate it, but they laugh. You mean that you tell your friends dad jokes? They're not dad jokes if I tell them. But they are dad jokes. But I was telling them long before you even tried. Your sense of humor comes right here i take all credit nope <laughs> okay here's here's a interesting one what's your biggest pet peeve mm. um one of them i guess is like when i'm like sitting somewhere even if it's in public it's i don't care if they're in the room when i'm watching but like austin will come in and watch what i'm watching while making a sandwich i don't really say much if he's just gonna leave but he sits there watches it and then he's like this is stupid. Why are you watching this? You should change it. Like tell like saying what I'm watching is stupid and he doesn't like it and that I should change it even though he's gonna leave. And he specifically doesn't leave because like he knows I'm annoyed. That's a, like it's annoyed. Like I don't care if they're in there for a short time, but like them like watching over my shoulder and then complaining mm. about it. And then they're like, Well, mm. this isn't your room. You can't control it. Yeah. But I can ask them to leave because they're getting annoying. Well, what is it you said earlier? It's the responsibility of the older sibling to mess with the younger one. Yeah. So but there you go. Be doing it to me like that. Like he knows. Like <laughs> oh. he should be complaining about what I'm watching when I'm watching it specifically about me, like what I want to yeah. watch. 
Got it. So you feel as though you should dig. No, that's not that being, on. that's not like, messing that with him. that's just being straight up rude. <laughs> like what you're watching, like he calls a lot of things I watch dumb and stupid. And that's fact. Mm. Like, because apparently there's facts to opinion. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't imagine one of my children having very strong opinions that they believe are true. I wouldn't know anybody like that at all. Anyway, okay. <laughs> okay, so here's <laughs> thanks for this one. Other this comes from grandma. Other than dad jokes, what's the one thing about your dad that annoys you the most? Mm. You're really like weird and like gross sometimes. Like you're dancing <laughs> around us. Like you always do like weird dance moves. Or, like, you think, oh, because I'm a dad, I have to, like, burp really loudly around everyone. <laughs> or, like, just be really gross around us because you think it's funny. It is funny. It's, it's hilarious. Not. It's not. It's, and just as it is the responsibility of older siblings to mess with younger siblings, it is the responsibility of a dad to be gross. So, all right, here's a here's a more fun one. What has been your favorite dad daughter adventure? Mm. I don't know, honestly. Because we're all like, we do a lot of like similar stuff. Like, you try to beat me in VR, and I win a lot of different games against mm. you. Um, mm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know there really were like ones when I was younger that I don't really remember a lot, but I do know there were some. There was that one time, it's not my favorite, but there was that one time where you convinced me to stick my head into a statue, thinking it would have been a funny picture, and getting my head stuck in there. I did. And then you won't like be like, oh, that wasn't me, that was Austin. Austin was too young to tell me to do that. <laughs> that was a monster mini golf, the shark head. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know your head was shaped like that. You saw that my head, it, it was like my hair, head barely fit into it. And they like curve uh, inward. So it's harder yeah. to get my head out. It's yeah. not smart to tell your yeah. child to stick their head in a statue in the first place when you know they're going to do it. Um, that was a... That was sure you probably still have a picture too. I do. That was probably one of the questionable ones. Anyway, you know, it's in the past. You didn't die. You're fine. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, now, uh, so of course, well, first of all, before I go into that, let me ask you, here's another one, uh, that I forgot to ask you. So what would be your advice for a young woman who is a member of the church, who's 14, who is struggling, uh, um, struggling with mental health? I guess just... Maybe asking, like, even just, like, talking to a friend can help. Like, you don't even need to go to, like, a like a therapist sometimes. Sometimes you definitely do if you've had, like, genuine, like, problems happen to you. But, like, I know just, like, talking to someone about, like, even little things. Or just, like, having someone to talk to about, like, anything. Just, like, someone that checks in or, like, checking in with other people. Definitely, like, it helps because at least you know they're, they're there to talk and stuff. Like, you don't even need to talk about the problems to talk to someone about, like, simple things that can help. Because sometimes 
if you're not if you're not having like the best with like your mental health it you, you i'm guessing you, you like feel alone like you can't talk to anybody so just like talking to someone about little things in life can help you slowly get to be able to like feel comfortable with talking about the actual like genuine problems yeah what would you say to somebody you mentioned earlier that you're grateful for the gospel because it helps you not feel alone <clears throat> what would be your advice to a young person who maybe is feeling alone i guess remembering like that you like god is there you know people you mm -hmm. lost up there with them hopefully um <laughs> um like, I don't know. We might we might have a few family members that didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like, even just talking to a friend can sometimes remind you that they're there. You know? Because mm -hmm. like I know, like I've talked to my friends, and sometimes I always try to check in with them because you know some of my friends have had bad problems in the past, mm -hmm. or like just random bad things happening and so like I, I'm like I don't know but I kind of always in the morning I'm just like hey how you doing you want a hug kind of thing you know just checking in and just doing that I think helps them know mm -hmm. so like being like oh finding like if people this is more of advice to people who think their friends having a hard time but like just checking in with people can help them not feel alone so, like, sometimes maybe you checking in with other people will help you not feel alone. And, like, maybe that'll help other people check in in return. You know, it's kind of like a just talking just talking to people in general, I think, is a good thing. That's awesome. It's very nice of you, Piper. You. I'm always impressed with you. You're, you're coming into being a, a really amazing young woman. And one of the things I like about being a dad... Like I, I've said this before on this podcast because I know you listen to all of my podcasts, uh, but uh, especially the wrestling ones. But um, I, this is probably my favorite time of being a dad because you guys are all becoming such amazing people, and it's fun. It's it's hard being a parent, you know. It's hard being a parent because like I have to parent all four of you differently. Like I, I have to. You, you're all different people. You respond differently. And I, and I'm not always the best at it. I know that, but, um, but it's just fun to watch you guys fall in love with things. It's fun to watch you guys become passionate about things and, and start developing opinions and develop into the human that you're eventually going to be. And it's really fun to watch. And I'm just, I'm so proud of all of you, but especially you about the young woman that you're becoming. I'm just super impressed with you. And I know you're going to do great things. I used to say when you were younger, when people would ask, because, you know, you, you know, all, all of you have, have at times have given me this gray hair that you see in my beard. And that's white, you know, <laughs> it's, it's turned white already. Uh, yeah, well, well, you that's how much stress I have with you guys. No, uh, but uh, the thing is, is that um, I always knew, even when you were, you know, when we, if you were struggling the hardest or we were, I was having a hard time with you, I always said, I go, I, no matter what, I know that she is going to be okay and that she is going to do amazing things. 
because uh, you know you you some as I said earlier sometimes you you know you you get your head stuck on something there's no deterring you and that is a huge that that's and as a parent of a 14 year old girl that can be very very hard but when you get out there in the world and you have your mind set on something and you're determined that's going to be your biggest asset no one's ever going to push you around and i think that that's that's amazing and so now talking about the things that i know you love i'm going to finish this up with some dad jokes you ready? You ready? I'm Here we go. Now. <laughs> did did you hear about? Me. Hold on, hold on. Just listen. I got three. Uh, here we go. Did you hear about the red and blue ships that collided? All the sailors were marooned. Uh, I knew it was something that had to do with purple. Yeah. I thought you'd like that one. You're purple. You like brown. purple. A tiny oh. bit. I don't know. Uh, did you hear about did you hear about the teenager who failed his driving test? Austin? <laughs> he thought it was a crash course. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay, those weren't very good. How about this one? So you hear a lot about Pop Tarts, but why don't you hear anything about Mom Tarts? It's a problem with the pastryarchy. Oh. <laughs> we, we need to buy pop tarts again. Mom doesn't like them. They're unhealthy. All right, I'll put them on the list. All right. Well, okay, Piper. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that, to wrap this up that I ask everybody. Okay? okay. So the first question is: Is up to date in your 14 years of existence? Almost 15. Uh, almost fifth. Almost 15 years of existence. What would you say is your biggest success in life? I don't know. Cause I like when when I get asked these things, like my mind kind of like blanks. I probably can't think of these a lot. Like I can remember the weirdest thing from when I was younger. I can't remember a lot of like random things from it. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I can't think of one right now. Can't think but, of a success. Well, it's like I know I've done things, but I can't think of like a greatest success thing. You know. Mm. Because, what's something? Um, what, what is what is something you're the most proud about? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I guess when I was younger, doing that uh, that art thing in Wyoming. I guess. Mm, I don't know. Mm. Well, me, we. I guess the Lego building one we did. How me yeah. and uh, Evelyn worked on that big old Lego castle thing. I don't remember what happened, if like we won or not. All I know is that we did it. It took a while. We went over there multiple days, probably slept over once, and worked on it. Yeah, I don't even know if we turned that one in, but it was it was pretty good for a little young me. Yeah, what would you say is your biggest failure in life, and what did you learn from it? Hmm. I guess breaking my arm. And I learned not to jump off recliner chairs, specifically the head, re- the head part. Because as a young child, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember so, my mindset of, maybe you should jump from here. All I knew is that I jumped. Don't jump <laughs> off of my things. That's probably where I don't like falling from. That's probably where the mindset of falling from heights is really bad. Fear comes from. Fair enough. Last question. 
Um, well, I got a couple of questions. Uh, I've added a new one. Um, what keeps you up at night? My brain. I don't know. Just can't really fall asleep in general. Yeah. Is there something specific you worry about? Not really. It's just my mind is full of random like things. Like I'm about to fall asleep and then just like the random thoughts. Just a big old jumble of things. Like I'm so tired throughout the day and then I'm not tired at night which is when I should be tired. <laughs> and so like, I'm have to like listen to music and then it like kind of drowns that out and makes me more tired. So like you'll come into my room and if I'm in my bed, but you notice I'm awake a lot of the times I'll, I'm listening to music, trying to make myself fall asleep and then I'll fall right. asleep while listening to music. Right. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, last question. So one day, years and years and years and years and years from now, you know, you're going to pass away and there'll be a funeral and someone will give a talk, which they call a eulogy about Mm -hmm. you and your life. What would be the one thing that you hope somebody says about you and your eulogy? Mm -hmm. That I lived a long life. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Well, Piper Pipes, Mm -hmm. I love you. I think you're great. Like I said, I meant what I said when I said I never... Sometimes I know we clash. Sometimes I know I get mad at you and you get mad at me and we argue. But I've never once doubted that you're going to be okay. And I've never met, I've never once doubted that you're going to be successful. And I cannot wait to see where you end up. And I want to say one other thing. I forgot to say this when you were talking about it. You said, you said something really interesting. And you said that well, I like art and I love it, but I don't know if I can ever, you know, really make it as an artist. And what I would tell you is, is I've seen your art and it's pretty amazing. And if that's what you love and that's where your passion is, you should go for it. I mean, there's other things that come up for ideas of, you know, jobs. So yeah, like what? What are you thinking of? Where, where do you hope? That, that's I cheated. I lied. There's one more question. Where would you like to see? Where would you like to see yourself in five years? Well, five years, I will have hopefully graduated and gone to college because the math. I you forget so. that I will be turning twenty in five years, so probably yeah, college. Um, yeah. but like, if mm-hmm. you're talking about future job ideas, is that what you're talking about more so? No, I just I'm just curious where like I'm in five years. Hopefully, where... I got into a college, and in passing. Well, I hope so too. I hope you got scholarships. <laughs> probably won't, but you did say you have saved us money, so I have. I have. You got you got a little bit. You got a little bit out there to help you. So, what is uh, what would you like to what would you like to see yourself doing? What's what are you thinking about uh, wanting to do? I mean, there's a couple of things that have come up, like certain random things that are definitely way harder to accomplish than others, like being an author, like acting sounds fun, but like probably a more reachable goal I came across because every year we do at school one of those like career test things and it kind of like changes every year with your answer and one that comes up is like the art stuff because I like that stuff way more than other things like acting came up a lot like singing art you know but one that came up a lot was like stuff to do with children like either like a young children's like teacher 
or like childcare came up and I thought that was mm. cool. And then that got me into like thinking about foster care and stuff. So like maybe helping in that area would be a good idea. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me just kids a lot. <laughs> well, so let me just. Okay. So first of all, I love that. I love that you want to work in foster care. You know, I'm on the board of the children's receiving home and I could definitely hook you up with some people if you want to volunteer over there anytime. But, but the other thing is, is that I just think you are quite amazing and I think you're doing a great job and I love you. And, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I can't wait till you pop up. And if, if you want to be an actor, you can. Okay. So if you wanted to be an actor, if you wanted to go and be an author, give it a shot. Okay. Yeah. All right. I love you pipes. We'll see okay. you.